on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Hey there, it's a mixed bag for investors right now. Investors waiting for some big economic data as they try to make sense of it all this week. But what impact will it have on your stocks? I'm Aaron Young, let's try and find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Hello and welcome. US stocks are pretty mixed at the moment as investors prepare for a slew of economic data that should give them some insight into the health of the broader economy. Firstly, there's the Consumer Price Index report with investors hoping to see a continued deceleration in that important inflation rate. We're also going to find out just how wages are tracking right across the United States. If you haven't guessed, it is all about inflation right now. Then we get to see the second quarter earnings later on this week as well. To break it all down, we're joined by Paulina Lycos from CNBC, big week of data. Yeah, this week's economic data is going to be just as important, if not even more critical than it was last week. We're coming off of a hotter than expected private hiring in June. That was the ADP report that came out on Thursday, which was followed by the U.S. government's non-farm payroll report. And that showed that jobs created in June were weaker than expected. And there were revisions that came out for the prior two months that also showed some weakness. So at first thought, you may think that this is a positive for the Federal Reserve because it wants to tame a resilient job market. But when you look closer at the numbers, average hourly earnings were higher than expected. So that means uh, consumers are a bit more resilient to keep spending in the economy. But investors are going to have, as you said, another opportunity to, this week to get a better gauge uh, as to where the Federal the um, Federal Reserve is going to be taking its monetary policy. On Wednesday, we have the CPI report for inflation. Thursday, the PPI, the price uh, producer price index. Uh, as of now, uh, investors are pricing in a quarter point rate hike for the Fed's July meeting, which will take place at the end of the month. But if we get a surprise number there, um, it may adjust the Fed's plans. Yeah, well, the Fed has kind of given some suggestion that they might be nearing the end of the rate hikes. Uh, that saw the US dollar drop a little bit off the basis of that. Why, why would that occur? Why would the dollar be impacted by that? Well, monetary policy influences a lot of different factors in the economy, including the dollar. Uh, obviously, they've been tightening their monetary policy in order to cool inflation. Um, but looking ahead at uh, at Wednesday's report, it's possible that inflation continued to cool in June. Um, e economists, they're expecting a 3% annual increase in prices for the month, um, and that could mean continued progress for inflation coming down. But at the same time, there are still many price pressures in the economy that's keeping inflation elevated, um, that, that is going to compel the Federal Reserve to resume interest rate hikes this month, um, even though they did pause last, last month, as you said, after 10 consecutive increases, um, inflation is still running hot and they're, they're using interest rates as the main tool in order to tame it. 
And Paulina, there's quite a few different things happening at the moment. We talk about how, you know, some of the people um, connected to the Fed are saying that they're reaching towards the end of the rate hikes. There are many hoping that things might uh, head south next year in terms of rate drops as opposed to hikes. But then you've also got what's happening with the US Supreme Court, which pushed back on Biden's plans when it came to student uh, loan debt as well. Uh, and that may take a fair bit of money out of the economy. I mean, millions of Americans have been impacted by that and all of a sudden to now not be spending that money on cars or deposits on homes, all the things that they've been spending that money on, surely that will be good news for the Fed in hoping to tame inflation. But it will take a few months to see the impact, right? No doubt, no doubt. Uh, obviously, um, the Fed looks at different economic pieces of data that are backward looking, which informs their future policy decision making. Inflation could improve this week. Um, there are two factors that um, that have to do with supply that could improve the inflation deceleration, and that is um, apartment availability, which could mean a slowdown in rent growth and a possible drop in used car prices as the production of new cars improves. So the Fed here is considering all these different factors in order to try to achieve a soft landing. Um, but some analysts are expecting that for the rest of 2023, there's going to be a, a slowdown, maybe not with a recession. Um, but that view is mixed, obviously, depending on who you speak with. Yeah, the inflation data is something that all Western countries seem to be worried about. Just reading, you know, that if you compare where the US is or Australia or the UK is with some other countries, how is this for some details? Venezuela is at 310% inflation. Uh, Zimbabwe is at 244%. Argentina is at 95%. Sudan is at 87%. I mean, we talk about worrying about where inflation is at in the United States, but compared to other countries, it's actually okay. So there will be a lot of people quite frustrated by the pain being inflicted by these Federal Reserves in many of these countries when compared to other countries, actually inflation is pretty tame. Yeah, the, the global economic recovery in uh, a post-pandemic environment has been mixed uh, throughout the world. Obviously, uh, you mentioned different types of economies. Some are more developed, others are emerging. So the, the pace of recovery is, is different for each economy. Um, however, you know, uh, in many of these countries, we did see a record level of stimulus that was put into the hands of the consumer, and that really drove a lot of economic economic activity. Um, it spurred uh, a lot of consumer spending. And that has been lasting for, you know, years beyond that. We're seeing, obviously, um, a point where that could be stopping. Um, so uh, the Federal Reserve is uh, continuing to increase interest rates, even though um, inflation has decelerated so much because they want to suppress that economic activity in order to bring inflation closer to its 2% target. And later on this week, it's all about earnings as well. The second quarter, talk to us what we're expecting. Yes, so the second quarter earnings season is kicking off this week with the big banks. We have JP Morgan, Wells Fargo, Citigroup. Um, we'll, we'll all provide also a read through to how the regional banks will be performing as well. They had a tough first half, obviously, with the collapse of several banks earlier this year. Uh, but beyond the financial sector, um, overall, 
we had a first quarter earnings that was pretty solid, um, but that's expected to cool down in the second quarter. It's supposed to be a bit softer than the year earlier. Um, economic growth is slowing. As we just mentioned, we're in an environment where there's tighter monetary policy. There's also inflationary pressures that are still weighing on consumers and businesses. So all of these are going to put a, a damper on earnings for the quarter. And some of the companies that we've seen, so Walmart, for example, uh, Walgreens as well, Home Depot, um, they're actually up, which is interesting, bricks and mortar, because we've been hearing that when inflation strikes, goods go down services remain. That's what we've seen. But these are companies that sell goods. You think of Walmart and Home Depot, for example. Do we have any explanation as to why? Yeah. So, uh, so for example, Walmart falls into the consumer staples category. And if you think, you know, of any sort of economic environment, whether it be good or bad, people are going to need to, you know, go grocery shopping and shop for the essentials, which is why a company like Walmart would be resilient even in uh, a recession. But a company like Home Depot, for example, um, has been facing some uh, challenges because in a slower economy where uh, consumers are prioritizing the essentials, they may not be spending money on, you know, um, on, uh, on construction and, and things like that. They did do that actually during the pandemic, which was why companies like uh, Home Depot and Lowe's were, were doing pretty well back then. But, um, but now these, these companies are faced with less discretionary spending from consumers. Also Home Depot, uh, this past earnings, uh, its last earnings was hit with a lot of theft. That was a huge headwind to, to um, its um, financials. Which is also a so, sign that people are really struggling as well, right? Uh, and probably uh, and something to look exactly. into. We're, we're speaking with uh, Paulina Lykos here from CNBC. When we come back, we're going to look at Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary who's been in China. What came of that? Just stay with us.